Well, I came up with the title after we wrapped the last episode, uh, When the Rubber Meets the Road, Part 1. This is going to be When the Rubber Meets the Road, Part <laughs> 2, investigating right. a practical application of emotional sobriety. And um, Alan indicated... Well, I uh, thought, well, wait, Part 2, let's call it, and you keep this on the recording, When the Road Meets the Rubber. Ooh, <laughs> like a palindrome. I like that. <laughs> first one was when the rubber meets the road we're going to do when the road meets the rubber because look, it. because the road is life the rubber is us right right, right. rubber meets the road we're going to we're going to flip it this time we're going to focus mm -hmm. on when the road meets the rubber welcome to emotional sobriety at the end of last episode i first of all tom i appreciate so much and and you know, I love you so much when I hear your what you've been going through with Didi and how you've shown up. I mean, man, you show up. I mean, you're showing up. Yeah, you know, thanks. and and that's fantastic. I mean, you know, God bless you and Didi, and I hope everything mm -hmm. you know turns out well. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think I've mentioned a few times now in a couple different public um, domains that I have recently filed for disability benefits through the Veterans Administration Hospital. Mm -hmm. And it really is, it's one of those God shots in terms of how this happened about seven months ago now, I was speaking at a, an AA meeting to share, you know, part of my story is being in Vietnam, coming home. Mm -hmm. And this, this young man comes up to me after me and he says, you know, I, I hope you don't feel that this is intrusive, but are you getting um, disability benefits or are you getting benefits mm -hmm. from the VA? He said, mm -hmm. he didn't say disability. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I got my benefits. I, I was on a GI bill. I went to school, <laughs> helped me get my degree. He says, no, 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 I don't mean that. I'm sorry. He says, I mean disability. <laughs> I go, I didn't, you know, I, I wondered if my hearing qualified since I was in artillery, but I've never <laughs> really thought about applying. <laughs> he says, well, things have changed a lot since you were <laughs> in the Marine Corps and <laughs> since you were in Vietnam. He says, there's a thing now that's called a presumptive diagnosis. I go, what's that? He goes, if you have these conditions, it's presumed they were caused by your exposure to Agent Orange Agent in Vietnam. Orange. Wow. Yeah. And he says where you were at, they used a lot of defoliating agents to kill the jungle. And he says that stuff mm -hmm. doesn't go away. Even with the monsoons there, that stuff mm -hmm. sticks around for a long time. And you were exposed to Agent Orange. So he mm -hmm. says, do you have hypertension? I go, yes. Do you mm -hmm. have diabetes? I say, I'm pre-diabetic. Do you have mm -hmm. any symptoms of diabetic? I have terrible peripheral neuropathy. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we go on. He says, how about PTSD? Were you in combat? Yes. Have you ever thought about being evaluated for PTSD? I said, no. I wasn't mm -hmm. sure I had it. Mm -hmm. so he says, well, listen, you do what you want, but I will help you file a claim for your disability. And then what happens is once the claim gets put in the system, they will call you in, they will hire people to do the evaluation, and they will make a determination. So all you got to do is be willing to show up. Are you willing to do it? I says, well, all I got to lose is a little time, right? Well, that, that, was, right. that was a little naive, by the way. <laughs> but because it really turns out that it was more meaningful than that in a lot of ways. So I go through the evaluation. They do the hearing evaluation. Major hearing loss. Mm -hmm. She goes, it's a classic artilleryman's hearing loss. He says, your hearing's, she said, your hearing's okay up to this point. 
just falls off the earth at these higher decibels wow. because mm -hmm. of the explosions that you were listening to every day. Mm -hmm. Then I go for the um, so the psychiatric evaluation for mm -hmm. PTSD. Mm -hmm. The guy was a brilliant, semi-retired neuropsychologist, mm -hmm. um, trained at a, one of the better universities, and met with me for over an hour. He was mm -hmm. outstanding. Took me through the whole thing. Didn't tell me the results of his evaluation, just collected all this data. Mm -hmm. And then I went to a medical evaluation with a licensed practitioner or, or a physician, physician's assistant. And mm -hmm. she did all my all the medical stuff. She, uh, they took blood for my diabetes and I, they checked my hypertension. And she did an assessment on my feet for peripheral mm -hmm. neuropathy. And I'm telling you, a few of those gadgets she put on my feet, I had no feeling. Wow. None. None. I could not tell something. So I'm waiting to get this evaluation, right? So I, I call the fellow. That's my contact. He says, well, the psyche valve is in. I says, have you read it? He says, I wouldn't do that without your permission. I mm -hmm. says, well, would you mind just reading it to me? Mm -hmm. So he reads it. You, They rate you on an eight-point scale for the amount of impairment that post-traumatic stress is causing. Mm -hmm. If you get an eight, you're pretty much hospitalized. Mm -hmm. You're impaired. You can't function in the world. Mm -hmm. He gave me a seven. Jesus. I, that's that's exactly what I said, <laughs> and, and I said, and, and and he says, and he explains why you got a seven. He says because of the difficulty your post traumatic stress has caused in you sustaining intimate relationships. Hmm. Wow. I said, and what does he say? He says you've been married three times. Mm-hmm. And it hit me. Oh, my God. I'm going through this stuff, right? I've talked to you guys a little earlier mm -hmm. about uh, the situation with my wife and I. And we're, you know, facing some challenges in our marriage. But, you know, I've been married. I divorced twice and I'm in my third relationship. Mm -hmm. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I have been damaged so much more. And then the physical stuff came back. All oh, impairment. I'm impaired mm -hmm. across all the mm -hmm. quadrants that they evaluated me in. Mm -hmm. Well, my first thing was to be really angry. I was fought in this stupid war for what? I mean, mm -hmm. that was right. a political war. We had no business being involved in that right. thing. Right. You know, this it's like my God, and I and I and now I'm paying dearly for it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I will get some compensation, but that's not going to compensate, you know, the yep. loss in my feeling in my feet, no. my difficulty I've had in other areas of my relationship and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, here's where the, the road meets the rubber, meets the rubber. right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the road. This is the road I'm on. Mm -hmm. This is what has happened. And it's not through any fault of my own. You know, mm -hmm. I'll, I joined the Marine Corps to, you know, because I'm patriotic. I love this country. I defend it in a heartbeat. At 17, I didn't know what the hell Vietnam meant. I was mm -hmm. too naive to understand what the, you know, today with that consciousness, I wouldn't have volunteered to fight in Vietnam. I just, I don't think we had any business being there. But that's not who I was then. That's not where my head was at then. That's not the, that's not the consciousness I had. So now I'm confronted with what all this means for me today in my life. And it has 
a lot of meaning. The first thing was I got really mad. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you, Patrick, you and Tom that I was outraged mm-hmm. that I was in that situation, that my country put me there. I felt mm-hmm. betrayed and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I got to the road meeting the rubber and said, you know mm-hmm. what? That's all true. And it, mm-hmm. it's a pity. And it was unfortunate we got involved in it. But that has happened for you, Alan. And now mm-hmm. it's about dealing with what all of this means. Mm-hmm. And it means now facing getting some help for your post-traumatic stress. Tom, mm-hmm. I never even thought I had it. Yeah. That's the thing about the road meeting the rubber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not even know that I suffered from that. And to this degree, right. my God. And I, you know, I think I'm a pretty self-aware guy. Mm-hmm. This was a blind spot for me, man. Mm-hmm. A big blind spot. Now, I don't blame all of my interpersonal difficulties on that. I think that growing up, you know, you guys know a little bit of my history yeah. and how I had to retreat in myself when my dad died to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Moving into to myself to protect myself and withdrawing is something I, I know too well. The Vietnam experience, I think, amplified that. Yeah. And exacerbated it, right? It definitely made that worse. Well, and I, and I'm not an expert on this, but I'm pretty sure that that people who have earlier earlier uh, uh, trauma are people who are more likely to have post-traumatic stress diagnosable, you know, in, in, in combat. It, it's like, I mean, there's already there's already a pathway, you know, kind of right there. And the other thing is, you know, we perceive by, by contrast. And so, you know, you, you, you gotta remember, you know, you're 17, you were a kid, you know, this is so, so what we're describing is your entire adult life. It's like, yeah. well, did you, why did you not think it was this? Because this has been your norm. Yeah. This is, this is, this is your life. And it's like, and you've, and you know, and, 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 you know, I would say you've, you've done pretty damn well by yourself. You've, you fun you function well. It's like, it's like, um, but, yeah, you didn't have any. How would you? How the hell would you be able to, to detect no, that in your, yourself? You couldn't. I, no, I couldn't, man. It's just, but you know, and I, I'm saying this too, and I wanted to share it because there may be some vets out there listening to this, and you may not realize, you yeah. know, what's going on with you because you coped with it the same way I did. I'm tough. I'm a Marine, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I didn't get my leg blown off, so I'm okay. Right. <laughs> You know, my buddy's got his legs blown off. Right. That's that's the contrast that you actually use. You you. Yeah. There. How many people have it so much worse than I do? And it's like, OK, according to that definition, I don't have there's no there's no problem. I'd feel bad taking the money. Yeah. Somebody yeah. else should get the money that really mm-hmm. deserves it. Mm-hmm. I have that in my head, man. Yeah. That's 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 that some of that thinking that I've got. And that's that's what kept me holding this stuff at a distance, mm-hmm. right? Without really bringing it in. And so, mm-hmm. you know, as I say this to you guys, I just feel very sad about it all right now mm-hmm. and what it means. And at the same time, and it, and this is the thing that I think has happened because of emotional sobriety, I'm also glad it's happening that I'm facing it. Yes. A, there's two feelings, sadness mm-hmm. and excitement. Excitement yes. that I've got a chance to deal with this I hope it's not too late. I hope I can deal with this stuff that I need to deal with in a way and, you know, improve my relationship with Jess. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it shows up more with her than the kids, but it's got to also show up with the kids in mm-hmm. some way. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about the possibility of that. Yeah. And, and it's so important. I think that's one of the, the things we want to always emphasize here with the podcast is, is, the, you know, get, getting out of this um, myth of singularity that, you know, 
the more we're we're always going to we're always going to have multiple feelings multiple opinions thoughts like that and the idea that you that 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 sadness and and that excitement coexist that's that's just part of being human that's 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 normal it's like a lot of times we just end up accident we what we do is we call that confusion i'm confused because what you know because i don't know what am i do i feel this way or do i feel that way what you're doing what, you know what you have because of the work you've done is you're going you're not caught in that either or you're going like no i have both of those experiences you know and they're and they're not you know they're not they're not taking turns they're simultaneous they're right there they're, they're both mm-hmm. there i can feel mm-hmm. when we talk yeah and feel taking- and being aware of insanity that's 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 the that's the that's the same yeah taking out the blind spot is a very uh kind of uncomfortable invasive experience right but then the doing of it makes you more complete right mm-hmm. it brings you into the world just a little bit more right and that's the carrot you go into the response you have that you, you kind of travel back in time with and, and experience the um, although emotions always are in the present time so you but but you travel back in time um cognitively but but it's like emotionally you you, you feel maybe different than other times before but probably part, something you felt before is the outrage about all of the all of all of what vietnam and what you're being in vietnam meant and what all your 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 friends and and colleagues you know who suffered and many didn't didn't make it through and then what i heard you do though is is you 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 let yourself have those feelings here are the things we cannot change most of it some things we can change there's some things we can do and that and then you start you, you get busy well, yeah, I mean, what's amazing to me about this story is um, how long the delay was. I mean, the past not being done with you and like how uh, how it reared up and kicked you at a time in your life decades after you thought you'd maybe you thought you'd had the last word on on that experience or you, or you were able to tidy up and kind of put it. I, did. In its box. I thought mm-hmm. I thought I yeah. had it all packaged, man. Mm-hmm. I thought I had this all wrapped up in a little bow. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, this whole whole area opens up for me wow you know so look i i think the real you know there's there's always two sides right so one of the Mm -hmm. silver linings here is i will get va medical care the rest of my life Mm -hmm. not have to pay a penny for it yeah so that's a blessing you know and you guys Mm -hmm. know the cost of that i mean even my my wife has great insurance Mm -hmm. my my drugs and stuff cost a fortune my prescriptions mm-hmm. stuff like that so yep. you know there's a there is there is a silver lining in some of this stuff i will be mm-hmm. compensated to some degree and it's just doesn't go back to 30 years from now or else mm-hmm. i could retire but it'll go back to <laughs> it will go back to about eight nine months which is mm-hmm. great i mean that'll mm-hmm. you know that'll be appreciated especially going forward in my life is so well, anyway. that's that's emotional sobriety too. Even uh, hell, it's emotional sobriety even for me who grew up in that time and 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 have have my own thoughts and feelings about Vietnam. It's like like and in, in, in the 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 unfairness of treatment of, of veterans. It's it's uh, it's it's like staying you know keeping our balance is not getting lost in that. It's like not getting lost in the resentment. It's like, cause I, I can, I can feel my, when you said I'll get the, I'll get this, this care from VA for the rest of my life. And I'm going, you know, guy, in my head goes like, well, that ain't enough. It's like that, you know, but it's, it's like the, the same thing, come back and go like, yeah, but that's what it is. And that's but, what, that's what, that's what you're dealing with. And that's what, that's how you're handling it. 
Yeah. Was there temptation to not open Pandora's box when that guy confronted you after the meeting? Did you have a sense of I'm going to no, actually? No, I, I, I would. That was too naive. <laughs> Luckily, no, this is this is a story. This is a story that actually begins with my favorite beginning of stories. There I was minding my own business. That's exactly know? it. Yeah, exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly how this story began. And I'm very oh, man. appreciative. Well, of thank you for wow. sharing sharing all of that. That's and I'm yeah. and I'm glad for the the positive part of the outcome and 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 the other part just a validation, yeah. you know, of of some of the things that have you know because I, I mean I've 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 known you a lot quite a while now and it's like and one thing I would not uh, I would never care, uh, say say you're any good at being a victim, so yeah. so it's like that's and that's that's to your credit that you that you are you have walked through this stuff with with stuff that, that basically. Um, well, what we talk about in, 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 I guess the road meeting the rubber, that's what it is. It's like, you didn't, you didn't ask for any of that stuff. I mean, you, you know, it's like, it happened. You, you made choices. You decided you went into, you went into the Marines, you did this and you did, but it's like, like the details of this stuff, it just, it's, it's what happened. And, and, right. and it's, uh, you're not a victim to it. Your, your job is to be responsible to respond to it. Yeah. Yeah, we could say I was victim to Agent Orange because it was exposed to it. But now, yeah, right. where I'm not an emotional victim to it, like you're saying, right. is right. what I'm right. going to do with dealing with it. You mm -hmm. know, the, the other thing that that came in mind here when we were, you were sharing that, Rumi has this wonderful poem, um, Up All Night, A Talking That Hurt, Now It's Time to Do the Work. You know, I, I am in personal therapy, and I'm going to get do some couples work to try to See if I can unravel some of this stuff and be able to enjoy however much time I've got left on this planet. A grace to me is that um, this information came to you at a time when I feel like you're the most equipped to deal with it in an emotionally sober way. Well, yeah, thanks, and that's because thanks. of the work you've done. We've been talking about, or we just began talking about steps eight and nine. There's a reason why those steps come so late in the 12 step process is because we're not ready to really face the reality, the full reality of what, you know, what, who we were and what we were doing. Well, let's, let's use that. So our next podcast, let's focus on making amends. I've got, you know, talking about my difficulty in relationships about three months ago, I reached, uh, I I'm on and off in contact with my first wife mm -hmm. and about three months ago i reached out and made amends for some of the things that that i look back at and i realized i had never made amends for and the way i did it really pissed her off mm -hmm. and we've now last night we spent a good hour really digesting what happened and i'm telling you man everything that i got and, you know, what that I was able to see with this post-traumatic stress and mm -hmm. the protective eye that I talked about to retreat yeah, yeah. myself. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, did that show up in my first marriage? And boy, did that hurt her. I did a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. And I got to make amends very in a very mm -hmm. clean way last night. Mm -hmm. And, Good. you know, not that this is, you know, for her, it was great. She says, this was incredibly important for me. I have been holding the pain and the trauma over this for a long, long time. And she says, you have uplifted my soul tonight. So we'll talk about that. I'll share some of that stuff with you. Okay. Guys. Well, Alan, you're a good man. And I love you very much. I love you too, man. I love you both. Until next time. Tinge your life. Tinge your myth. Cultivate your narrative with whomever you will.
earth Then we glass in hand and children on our knees Bring some stories, bring your stories back to me It ain't a crime to be a human Never be ashamed to be yourself Rest assured that whatever you're doing entertain me like nobody else so here's to us my old friends until it's time to drink the wine and break the bread again with glass in hand and children on me bring some stories bring your stories back to me (laughs) 